I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. So you know what we have to talk about again, right, Amy? We have to talk about what everybody's talking about, Julie. Playoff officiating. Yes, people should be talking about the playoffs. But But no. But really, they're just talking about the playoff officiating. So since the last time we were here, we've had some fun adventures in playoff officiating. We have. We've lost some uh, playoff referees. Mm-hmm. No, we talked about that last time, though, didn't we? No, we lost, we've lost more now, because we oh, finished we? the second round. Oh, well, that's true, yes. Wes is still around, though, right? Wes, Wes is officiating um, Sharks tonight. Excellent. So they'll have actual decent refing, given that Wes McCauley is their ref. Uh, yesterday's Boston game had... Um, who did they have yesterday? Begins with an L. Doesn't it? I don't remember. I can't remember either. It's not the refs that you... It wasn't like... Peel or... Sutherland, I believe, is out. Jonette is still in. That's the one I was thinking of. Was he at Boston? Not yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was in game... Actually, Boston's officiating wasn't super terrible yesterday. There were a couple of egregious things that a lot of people have been talking about. And I have it written down in low lights. I've literally just written Brad Marchand. Yeah. Which... No. We can get, we can, we got a lot to talk about with Brad Marchand, but, um, so here's the thing, and this is one of the things, there's a couple of different things, and we've got a couple of things in low lights that we're going to talk about with regard to playoff officiating, but the one that I noticed yesterday, and it was, it, it goes back to the makeup call thing that is very prevalent. Especially in the playoffs. In the playoffs, and so much more prevalent in the playoffs than it is in regular season. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, well, Brad Marchand hooked Justin Williams and Williams retaliated and Williams got a penalty and Marchand didn't. Yeah, because there was a big fat trip on Marchand right before that. So it was the makeup call. Mm-hmm. I would almost bet you money Marchand didn't get called there because of a makeup call. Yeah. I will bet you money that Marchand did what he did specifically to get a makeup call. Well, he did what he did to provoke Justin Williams. Right. In order to get a makeup call. I mean, he doesn't do what he... I mean, part of what he does is I'm sure for shits and giggles and because he enjoys it. But, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And therefore, let's take an opportune moment to try and get a makeup call. Yeah. We have actually, we have a specific question about Brian Marchand and his behavior mm-hmm. that we're going to get to. Uh, so let's get into what's the message, Gary, because we've got, uh, oh. Gary said some batshit crazy stuff. Gary's on the, on the anti-Gary's TV like, tour in 2019. Gary's like an anti-vaxxer, but for chronic, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yes. I'm honestly very surprised I got that out of my I know. I'm impressed. I wouldn't have been able to. Encephalopathy got a little iffy toward the end, but I did get it out. You know why? Because you haven't had anything to drink yet. I don't know that that would make it better. Mm -hmm. When I was hammered in the bar in Ocean City over the weekend, would not have been able to say encephalopathy. We did have a, we made a 48-hour hockey moratorium, I want you to know. I know, that was No hockey from the end of the Bruins game on Thursday night until, like, halfway through the Shorks game. And the only reason we, we watched part of it is because we were sitting in the hotel bar. Yeah, it's not that you made an effort. No, it was like, and I was like, well, I, I asked them to put it on. No, well, Because, no, <laughs> it was like one TV had, so I don't even know what was on on one TV, and then it was like UFC, girls fast pitch softball, and Fox News. And I was like, can we get the hockey game on? And this one guy down the end of the bar goes, there's no hockey. Oh. We, we overheard him say he was from northern Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I was like, mm, he's a Penguins fan. Our bartender was a Flyers fan. He was a nice guy. We Flyers fans can be nice. I actually, I don't typically have a problem with a lot of Flyers fans. Um, it's, I, I don't have a problem with a lot of fans of other teams. Except they, when they act like dicks. It's just, it just seems to be mostly Penguins fans and Sarah Sivian. <laughs> who is a Penguins fan. 
we figured. Is she? she used to write in Oh, that's Pittsburgh. right, that's right, that's right. And I think that kind of informs the way she behaves on beat in Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it's not great. No. But I, I also think it it sort of explains why she's so antagonistic toward Caps fans. And then plays the victim. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's, that's his fan. That's, and well, and that's very the behavior of Pittsburgh beat writers. They have no problem antagonizing, but then they're like, oh, why are you being so mean to us? Well, because you're asking Sidney Crosby about the caps when it has nothing to do with him. <laughs> Josh Yo. Yoey? I don't know how to pronounce Yo, his last You know that. You know who I'm talking about. I do. Um, I'm sorry. I, I told myself I wasn't going to bring up Sarah Sivian, but uh, she sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, There's not much more to say anyway, than that. Anyway, so Gary Bettman doesn't believe in CTE. His actual quote was, I don't believe there has been anything based on everything I've been told. And if anyone ha- if anybody has any information to the contrary, we'd be happy to hear it. Other than some anecdotal evidence, there has not been that conclusive link. He then between said, concussions between, and yeah, between concussions and CTE, um, when asked what he would do if he had carte blanche to change the game to reduce the number of head injuries, he said, right now, I don't believe there's much we could do. What's the fucking message, Gary? So I want to draw the line between like at a matching game. Mm-hmm. I've got this comment by Gary Bettman on one side. And Charlie McAvoy's hit illegal check to the head on um, Josh Anderson on the other side. Yeah. That, everybody's really, really pissed off about that. Because it was a two-minute minor for illegal check to the head. Because that's all it because could have been. Well, it could either have been a two-minute minor for illegal check to the head or a match penalty. There's nothing in between. I, personally... That's wrong. But if we're going to change that rule, it's automatically a five-minute major and an ejection from the game. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I think that hit, picking the head the way McAvoy did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and look, I'm rooting for the Bruins. Everybody that's listening to the podcast, following me on Twitter, following the podcast on Twitter, <laughs> knows that I'm fucking rooting for the Bruins. Amy's not. I am. Yes. We're a house divided. Um... And it's because of Marcus Johansson. I wouldn't give a shit about the Bruins if... <laughs> well, I might still be rooting for the, for the Bruins against the Carolina Hurricanes simply because uh, the Hurricanes knocked out the Caps. My but, love for Weems abounds. I can't believe he's had a poop sandwich and not a shit sandwich, but... Look. He's got... He's been he's around for kids. a while, yes. He's got, like... Mm-hmm. They're old enough to repeat those words. Mm-hmm. Do you see the video of his daughter playing goalie? Yes. I love Justin Williams. Anyway, I still can't. I can't. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't be rooting for Boston if Marcus Johansson didn't play there. But I do think that that hit, having seen, like, we were watching that game. Were you here? No. Okay. Yeah, no, that was Thursday night. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't here for that. That was Tuesday one. night. It was, it was game, yeah. game seven. Game six. I had therapy until about eight. So yeah, it was game six against the against the Blue Jackets. So a couple of things on that. Yes, he picks the head, and that should be an automatic ejection. I don't. I did the minor, major, whatever. Fuck it. He should have been ejected from the game. Yeah. I think anything that is called illegal check to the head should a get you ejected from the game and b be looked at by the Department of Player Safety, but. B, I'm going, I mean, and McAvoy got one game for it. And I would almost bet that's because Anderson came out and kept playing. I think that's part of it. I think the other part is he doesn't have a history. Well, probably, because he's like 12 years old. Right. He literally looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. (laughs) I have literally been calling him a Cabbage Patch Kid because that's what he fucking looks like. I want to go find my baby book and find the birth certificate for the Cabbage Patch Kid and that I had. And that change it to Charlie and McAvoy. That, no, that's literally, I'm going to start calling Charlie, Charlie McAvoy by that name. <laughs> 
I had a boy and a girl. I'm going to find the birth certificate for the boy. I know it's in my baby book. And that's what I'm going to call, call Charlie McAvoy. Melanie's looking, Melanie's looking at the shelf to see if she can see my baby book right now. <laughs> I, am, uh, I only had a girl and I named her Kimberly. But didn't they just come with names? Oh no, you could you could name them and send away for their birth certificates. Oh my god, so my mom gave these weird ass names to these cabbage patch kids? Maybe. Well, yours your cabbage patch kids came at a different time than mine That's did. True. Mine are, were first gen, like I believe it was my grandparents who went to the store and fought for them. Or I'm sure my mom just like No, yeah. I'm sure my grandparents my grandmother I bet one was from my paternal grandmother and the other one was from my maternal grandmother. <laughs> That's why I had two. There you go. <laughs> they like to coordinate that kind of shit when I was a kid. Um, so he gets suspended one game. Josh Anderson comes back out. He and Josh Anderson have a little chat about it and the mm-hmm. line and they're like, oh, it's okay. I didn't mean to do it. He totally fucking meant to do it. He meant to hit him. He meant to hit him in the head, too. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. The other thing I have listed here is... I mean, anyway, so the Batman thing is literally someone who was involved. Like, a doctor was like, well, he's fucking wrong. Yeah. Um, We may have to record on a Sunday afternoon at some point in the near future to have Lindsay on to talk about CTE. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Dr. Lindsay, we need you. Paging Dr. Lindsay. <laughs> Paging Dr. Lindsay to the OR. <laughs> um, yeah, talk more about CTE and talk more oh, about... Oh, this, this is a good way Melanie is going to... Uh-huh. Melanie just left the room with her Coke balanced on her laptop. Oh, she took it off and... It's no, fine. I know, because I started to make fun of her because <laughs> I was like, this is going to go well. <laughs> I... I know how things in this house get spilled. Yeah. Um, Brad Marchand skated over, punched Scott Harrington in the back of the head, and then skated away. Like, cross-checked him in the back yeah, of the head. No, he socked him. Oh, did he? Lars Eller. Oh. No call on the ice, no supplemental discipline. Um, but, gee, Gary doesn't know how to stop all these hits to the head and all this talk about... Hey, Gary! Maybe you stop... People from hitting other people in the head if you make it like really <laughs> illegal to hit Yeah, maybe in the head. maybe you start suspending people like Brad Marchand for sucker punching people in the back of the head. Let's get into lowlights and talk about Brad Marchand. We'll talk about all this Brad Marchand shit under the lowlights and we'll discuss this um this uh I wanna bring up the I mean normally we would talk about it in uh listener questions, but VTKLW on Twitter said perennial query, what the fuck with Brad Marchand? I'm all in for the bees, but oh my god, someone needs to give him some sanity pills. So, Brad Marchand shit. Um, sucker punching. Um, Like like things people are pissed off at Marchand about. So let's start with sucker punching Scott Harrington. And (coughs) skating away. And like not to get caught. Scooting away so that he didn't get his ass kicked, which is kind of what he did to Lars Eller. Oh yeah. Um... Stepping on Cam Atkinson's stick and breaking it. Mm-hmm. Which, let me bring up something because you and I had a long and detailed discussion about whomst was the dick in terms of referencing this with, like, an interview. Oh, hers. yes. So I found out some more information about that. So the, let's start from the beginning on this. So let's put out, let's lay okay. out all the details here because okay. we're going to get in so, depth on this because this is, like, a big thing. So... Brad Marchand steps on Cam Atkinson's stick and breaks it. Cam Atkinson goes to get another... Like, this would have been... Like, they should have fought, because that would have been same weight class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, goes to get another stick, and then before they get back in the face-off circle, Marchand kind of... Crossed. They had, they had some... They had yeah. some... 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 Scrapping. Mm-hmm. I want to say Atkinson got a minor for that. Like, a roughing okay. minor for that. Anyway, so the next game, Marchand is doing an interview... No, no, no. We're going chronologically? Oh. After, this is what I found out. After that game, somebody asked him about it in the scrum, 
and he said he had to sharpen his skate. On the on Atkinson's his skate was a little dull. Yeah. So he sharpened it on Atkinson's yeah. stick. All right. So then, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. guy from Sportsnet asks him. Um, the next game. Uh, the next game during, during warm ups asks Marshawn about sharpening his skate in reference to stepping on Atkinson's stick while Marshawn skates away. Because, you know, Marshawn's kind of a big baby. Mm-hmm. And then, after the Bruins win the game, win the series, I don't. He's got his hockey night in Canada towel on. I don't know why they thought they were gonna have Marchand go over and be interviewed by this guy. I don't know. Like I don't know why they couldn't. Like it just seems stupid to me that they were gonna have. Like there's already like not good feelings going on here. Marchand gives one word answers, and the guy's like, "Oh, so this is how this is gonna be?" And Marchand's like, "Yep." Well, actually, what he said was, he asked him one question, he got a one-word answer. He asked him the second question, he got a one-word answer. And then he said, okay, so I see how this is going to be. One last question. Ask it. That's a one-word answer, and he skates away. Yeah, and so everybody's pissed at Brad, and it's kind of like, well, that guy, like, both guys are assholes. I think both guys are assholes here. Look, Brad, if you start with the joke, like, when you're asked about it the first time and you make the joke... You can't get pissed when people well, follow, when people like follow the line of your joke. Like if you said your skate was dull, and then somebody comes to you the next day and goes, "Hey, you're, you're, uh, did you manage to get your skate sharpened?" Like you can't be a dick yeah, about that. But I I think, man, and I don't know why people are so surprised by Brad Marchand being a dick though. I'm not surprised about it. It just no, but like off. so many people on the internet are like, "Oh my god." And I'm like, are you familiar with his body of work? Yeah, welcome to Brad Marshall. Um, what what else? What else? Oh, so there. So the punching the head, the whole shit with the skate. Um, he hooks Justin Williams around the neck area, mm-hmm. and then Justin Williams grabs him by the chin strap, and undoes it and just by it. Justin Williams, who is old, okay, Justin Williams. Like, when we say um, Brooks Orpic is old and doesn't have time for your shit, Justin Williams is there. Justin Williams is younger than Brooks Orpic. Barely. Yeah, a couple years. He's 37? Yeah, barely. Yeah. So, you know, it, oh, it, yeah, no, he's... it's fucking ancient in hockey years. Oh, yeah. So, old, tired, doesn't have time for this shit. Especially not from someone oh, like no. Marshawn, who is the ultimate of shit. And yeah, Marshawn got what he wanted, which was provoking, but like, it was really funny to see Justin grab him and be like, listen here, you little piece of shit. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, it made my heart grow three sizes that day. But I really think that Marshawn didn't get a penalty because it was, it was a makeup call. Oh sure. Absolutely. And and again, I think the reason that he did it was because he knew he was due one. So why not? Now. And so the whole thing is like, and people are like, "Oh, why does Marshawn get to like do this stuff?" Because he knows he'll get away with it. Mm-hmm. Because hockey has let him get away with it. Like, why does Yevgeny Malkin pitch a tantrum, baby fit, and throw things into benches and get kicked out of games? Because NHL will let him get away with it. Yeah. Why does Brad Marchand elbow someone in the face and only get suspended five games and get to go to the All-Star game because the NHL will let him? Never letting it go. Never. I don't care if they're on the same team. I don't care if I'm rooting for that team. Never letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we done with... Little, oh, and he has a shitty playoff beard. Who? Marchand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all patchy. It's it's patchy and spiky. It looks like like little sea anemones have like camped down on different parts of his face. So Brad Marchand sucks. Brad you know Marchand who else sucks? sucks? Who? Uh uh. Oh wait, no. Let's. Uh, Mike Milbury. Mike Milbury sucks. Yeah. Well, Mike Milbury is the biggest Boston homer ever. Then and why is he so mad? Because when you know he sees somebody who he doesn't think is up to Boston Bruins par, and because JoJo's got picked up at the trade deadline, so he's the new guy, so he's fair game. Apparently, he's just marshmallow soft in front of the net 
Which makes no sense considering, A, that's where most of the goals that he scored have come from. And, B, how many points has he contributed He's playoff run? So since in He's this- picked up considerably of late. Oh, God, yeah. I think he heard Mike Bilberry and said, fuck you. <laughs> and spit on the ground and said, whatever is Swedish for net. Um... I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys should have seen. Or it's like, not that I don't know; Julie, it's that I don't know how to pronounce it. There you go. Julie's like eyes were her face was like searching through the mental Rolodex for it. Um, I know, I know. It's N E J. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, see, and I wouldn't want to try. I mean, my guess would be nay, but that just doesn't seem like it's right. We'll have my tell us yeah my can tell us when this is over. anyway he spit on the ground and said whatever he said and started scoring goals and making beautiful assists oh my and, god yeah you want to talk about fucking assists dude no we'll get there okay i got i got i got that's my very sucks he's a boston <laughs> fucking Mike a Bellberry. reason why he's not calling this the eastern he conference is not final. calling the eastern conference final. he's calling the western conference final thank you god neither is pierre which is fine because Western Conference final games start so late that I don't watch them. There you go. So I don't have to hear Mil- <laughs> So I don't have to hear Milbury or Pierre. It's been that kind of day. Um, so a couple of other lowlights, which are both from the Stars Blues series, um, and I honestly, uh, <sighs> playoff officiating, and this was a whole argument about whether Ben Bishop is a diver or not. And the point is not that Ben Bishop is a diver because everyone's like, oh, it was so dramatic. He's being so dramatic. Yeah, well, he's fucking made of glass, people. He got hit in the collarbone by a slap shot. Well, and then the other one where Perron hit him between the shoulder blades. Oh. There's no padding there on a goalie. They don't have their back to anything ever. All their padding's in the front. They have a vest. Yeah, but it like sides. like it got him like where there's no padding in the back. Ah, uh, like yeah, in between. And he's like ah, and went down. But like if you were made of glass, like Ben Bishop, correct. Like it's not that like, and everybody's like, well, he stayed in the game for thirty three more seconds after, like, cause he thought he could, and it turned out he fucking couldn't raise, raise his, his arm. arm. Yeah. Whatever. And then what pissed me off even more is that fucking Pierre is interviewing Colton Pareko and he's like, well, did you get it all on that slap shot? About the one that hit Bishop in the collarbone. Oh my God. Because Pierre is the literal fucking worse. He really, really is. They need to get rid of, well, they need to get rid of him. They need oh my to get God. rid of Milbury. Can they get rid of Pierre, Milbury, and AJ Malesko. Well, and Jeremy Roenick while we're at it, if we're making a wish. Well, list. they're only sending Roenick out on, like, fucking weird ass... I do not need to see that weird ass shit, Human though. interest pig stories. Which I, I think, think is behind the Because they know he's a fucking time. terrible analyst. Mm. And he's got terrible hair. Oh my god. Oh my god. Whatever he did, whoever he paid to do that to his hair like, has we- gotten away with, like... <laughs> I don't know, some kind of crime. God. God. Can they get, like, people who are, like, actually good at speaking? I think that's my problem with Malesko. Well, Like, I know, like, I know it's, like, super fucking, like, I realize that we should be happy that a woman is doing it because there are so few women that doing it, that doing it, that are doing it. (laughs) Fuck me, man. But... The night that I t- tuned in and realized that there was a female voice and I was like, wait, that's not AJ Malesko. And it was Kendall Coyne. I was like, holy fuck, she's so much better. But then a friend of mine pointed out to me, is not the price we pay for equality, the right of the women to be just as terrible analysts as the men. True. Yes, but I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, at least like... I mean, I don't want the men to be terrible analysts either. Like, I'm equally no. trying to get rid of I Milbury think, and I think Pierre. AJ has a bad habit of talking just to talk. But, and, and some of the things she says are dumb because of it. I don't think they've reached, like, the 
socially awkward height of what like of a Pierre. Nobody's ever or... gonna reach that. Like, there's no. <laughs> my mom would be better than Pierre. You know what my mom knows about hockey? Nothing. Well, she recognizes Sidney Crosby. Oh. Well, that's about as much as Pierre. That's <laughs> true. It's so I mean, and he's memorized where everybody went to school, which is creepy as fuck. But anyway. I have one item under highlights, Amy. You do. And one man. Is, yes. One man. One man alone under my highlights. Yes. So if you have other highlights to talk about, bring them up now. I mean, I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I, I mean, it, it was nice that Pavelski came back and scored the first goal in the seventh game against the Avalanche. Sorry, Avalanche friends. It was, but even though he had how many staples in his head? Eight, he said. Eight staples in his head. He wears number eight, too. How much you want to bet he was like, put eight in there. Can you fit an extra? Nobody says that. That's staples in your scalp. I mean, Hockey players don't give a fuck. No, they really don't. They're so fucking superstitious. He probably really did ask for an eighth one if it was only seven. Yeah. Oh, we need to put a ninth one in there. No, 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 no. Can you make sure you can only do it with eight? Great. Space them out more. Take. Like, no. Oh, you already put eight in there? No, take one out. Take them out. Respace them. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think of other highlights. I mean, John Hamm is a St. Louis Blues fan. He always really, really, really is. He has been for years. It's just now that now everybody knows. Yeah, I didn't know that until I saw. I guess they had him calling something. Yes, in L.A. I think they had him calling it an L.A. game. Probably. Um, Which I think he, I think that should be L.A.'s gimmick. Oh, I think it is. I I think we only see it when it's really something spectacular and worth seeing, but I think they probably do it more games than not. Oh my god, that's so good. Because Will Ferrell's done it as Ron Burgundy. Okay, that I heard, and that I turned off. (laughs) I was like, I gotta find something else. We gotta watch this a different fucking way. I I fucking hate Will Ferrell, though. There you go. But Snoop's done it. John Hamm's done it. I think Retta did it. Really? Yeah, I think. Because Red is a big S- Kings fan. Snoop was so good. Um, but no, I found out that John Hamm was a Blues fan when they had the outdoor game at Dodgers Stadium. And John Hamm was sitting... Kevin and Jen went to that game. And John Hamm was sitting near them. And Kevin told a story somewhere. About finding out. When Amy says Kevin and Jen, she's talking about her good friend, Kevin Smith. And his wife, Jennifer Schwalbach. So, yeah. That's yes, how I found out. that Kevin Smith. Yes. Um, at, at that Kevin Smith. That's his Twitter handle. So, other teams aside, I'm here to talk to you. About a man. About a good Swedish boy. Who's marshmallow soft. Just the right kind of marshmallow soft. Who's been killing some assists lately. So that first assist in the... Uh, Who's in still the, in the... In game one. Where he poke checked it away. Oh, yes. And then raced it up and was like, here you go. And then the one from yesterday. Yesterday's on, was really pretty. The, yeah, the one where he dished it over to Connor Clifton. And mm-hmm. Clifton's like, hey, I'm here all... That was the whole s'more, by the way. <laughs> Not just the marshmallow. The whole, the whole s'more. s'more. I think I told someone this morning, like, I don't want to root for Boston, but I am over here in a Marcus Johansson jersey playing Tubby Bunny nonstop. Just <laughs> cramming marshmallows <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> I think that's... I mean, we came up with having s'mores. Well, I think it started when it we were started doing Raleigh. In, it started in Raleigh, which when was before the s'mores. It started before the whole marshmallow thing because of the fucking s'mores in Raleigh. Like, he, that hadn't even happened yet. I know. And then we get home, and then we're like, oh, now we're fucking making s'mores, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the certainty and the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The 
God damn it. I'm not coming up with <laughs> I it. don't know where you're going with this. The persistency and the... the persistency is not a with, word. W- w- whatever. Persistence. With which Julie was like, we're making s'mores during one of the Boston games. I died. So intermission. It was after he scored a goal. And I was like, <laughs> we're fucking doing it. Oh, was it? Was it uh, game six is against the Leafs. Oh, because yes. he actually scored the game. Noted Leaf killer Marcus Johansson had scored the. Uh, That's right. And Julie was like, "We're making s'mores," and I was like, "Okay." And I stomped out of the room. <laughs> she was on a mission. She was a woman on a mission. We made s'mores over the gas. I have I have a gas stove. stove in in the house. This house, and so we take the little gray thing off of it, and I. Um, Delic- roast the marshmallows. Delicately roast the marshmallows for Amy, who for whatever reason doesn't like her marshmallows burnt. I don't. Which is not how s'mores I are meant like to be made. I like them soft. <laughs> They're still soft. They're crispy on the outside and soft on the inside, which I feel like is how you have to be as a Boston Bruin. Yeah, well, I'm not crispy on the outside. I'm just saying. You see his pinstriped suit he's been wearing? Yes. Like, I want to get like the... Like, it's turning into the Ovi suit, the, the Ovi blue suit, though. No! It looks good. I know, but in terms of, like, is that the only one that's in the closet? Maybe he thinks it's lucky. You know what hockey oh, players are like. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, get... no, I'm not saying it looks bad at all. I'm just saying I've like, only there might be him... more of a rotation. I've only seen him sitting down in it, though. I want to get, like, the full... I want to see... think it looks like Peaky Blinders gangster pinstripey suit? I don't think there's a vest, so no. Okay. But I want to see the tailoring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if he stands up, it might be more of a k than a k. That really works well for podcasts, doesn't it? All I want, I just want to see what his ass looks like in the suit, Amy. You're really taking this to a place that I'm not going. I know. Well, that's because that's a place that you go that I don't when it comes to him. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Speaking of asses, it's time for some thylights. It sure is. I think the place where we find the most thylights these days is not in the playoffs. No, it's at World. It sure the fuck is. And it's specifically <laughs> wherever the Russians are. <laughs> and they're complete with their little Louis Vuitton backpacks. They all match. I know. It's so funny. It's really funny because Koozie has always carried a Louis Vuitton backpack. Really? Yes. Really? But it's funnier to see all of them do it. Did you not know that? No. I'm not surprised by it. I just didn't know. Which which Russian do you want to talk about first? You want to? I mean, the most prominent of the Russians. Ovi. Yes. They made Ovi put pants on. Did you notice that? No. After the first couple of days, they're like, dude. You can't just work out in your compression shorts. That ass, though. It's not just his ass. It's like... It's everything. It's It's his ass. It's his thighs. It's like, fuck, dude. Mm. A hoe never gets cold. That is true. They showed him working out. He was standing there. Like, he had on his little shorts. And he was, like, standing next to Gino, who had on, like, the leggings with the shorts over them, which is a punk move. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if I looked like Gino Malkin, I'd wear it. Face mask, like a sack over my head all the time. I mean, he needs something to keep his little Shrek horns from sticking out. I have no idea what his ass or thighs look like, because all I can see I is don't wanna fucking know. mashed potato face. I don't want to, yeah. Anyway, so he had on, like, Opie's like, Opie's like, here's the donk. Yeah, pretty much. You know who looked good in the little, like, when they were walking around in their little, like, sweatsuits with their backpacks, though? Koozie. Koozie? Is like, like I didn't realize how much thigh was there with Koozie until I saw him walking around with his. He's backpack like, and here we are, we're doing our runway walk, and here's my ass jiggling. Pretty much, and I'm like, fuck. I wrote down millions of peaches. Pretty much peaches for me. Moving to the country, gonna, gonna eat, eat a lot, lot of peaches. peaches. <laughs> That song doesn't get enough radio gonna play watch now. Gonna watch the hockey, gonna eat me a lot of peaches. That's our new uh, summertime filk. There we go. You're you're on deck. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to the Swedes, though. 
Yeah. Who just really have a lot of hair. Yeah, they do. And are just really good looking. Yeah. Yeah. And to the picture that I saw on Twitter earlier this afternoon of uh, Elias Pettersson and William Nylander sitting next to each other looking straight up like they belong in the cast of Mean Girls. Like, to the point where Patterson is even, like, looking at his fingernails. Like, oh he's my god. About to... I have not seen this. Oh, it was truly, like, I don't... And, of course, Hank's off to the side and, like... <laughs> what in the hell? Although, do you want to talk about William Nylander's arms in that? Like, make it big. Flex it, baby. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Flex it. Dude. Elias. Seriously. <laughs> Elias Patterson does not have the time today. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. I want to know what they're all staring at, too. Like, is it video? Is it, like, are they watching another game? You know who looks good? Hank. Hank always looks good. Like, when does Hank not look good? I mean, that's just how Hank looks. You know who looks really good? Like, both Kempy brothers are there. Mm-hmm. Looking fine. Well, these days when we're rich and famous, we'll go to Worlds. Yeah. Oh, but somewhere fun. Where they have a lot of good beer. I mean, for you. But yes. I'm going to train you to drink beer between now and then. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I wanted to do playoff beard updates, but there's not like really anything good happening. Well, yeah. I mean, it, oh, I did. Before we did playoff beard updates, you were talking about Swedes and I had a thought. Oh, free agent Swedes. Marcus. And Coral. Coral? I hope we resign Carl. Yeah. We don't have enough money to have Carl and Brett Connolly. Anybody who thinks Brett Connolly is going to be able to stick around for what... For no! What I, know, I don't like it. I'm just saying. For what he's going to be worth. And here are my giant air quotes. Worth. Will he take a hometown discount? I.e. what... Yeah, he's gonna go. Discount. He's gonna go talk to his friend DSP about taking a hometown <laughs> discount, and um, he might not hear some good things. Um, that is not like maybe DSP should have worked out a little bit more of a summer. Still, still, you can't put that all on the cap. Somebody did not come back in the I proper condition. I understand that. Some of us are fat. Speaking as a fat person, yes. <laughs> Not that I'm calling DSP fat, but the dude is chubby. Correct. But I'm I think I think Brett I don't know that he'll take a hometown discount. He'll take the type of hometown discount that the Cavs are probably willing to offer. Which is probably way too deep a discount. Mm -hmm. Brett Verona is is the priority. I I would I would think so too. But for what we're paying Coral Cool. We can probably afford to renew him. Or not renew him, but sign him to something at least. Well, we are not paying most of his salary. I understand that. He's sponsored by the Pittsburgh Penguins. I understand that, but him being a free agent, I don't think he's going to ask for much more than what he's making now, which isn't a whole heck of a lot. Um, yeah, I... Or, you know, we could pick up another free agent suite. Only in my wildest fantasies. If that happens, dear listeners, I'm here to tell you that the party will be nonstop here at Podcast HQ for at least a week. At least. There's no fucking way, man. I'm just saying. He makes like 4.6 now. That's affordable. Excuse me. Yeah, but you do a little bit more. Mm. I don't think he'll come back here. I don't think the Caps would even try to re-sign him. Cozy. Of course. Um, listener questions. Yay! From Karen. My question for your next podcast is: If you all had a cover band and you could only play songs you've heard played during hockey games, what would be first on your set list? I'm fucking. Uh, She doesn't say first. It just says what would be on your set list. Oh, I don't know where I saw first then. I don't know either. Apache. Um, but only through like the first chorus, right? No, I mean only like <laughs> no, that's, the chorus. That's your like intro music. Yes. Like that's what you walk out to. Yeah, do a little boogaloo shrimp out to Apache. Yes, that's right. Um, and then let's see. 
I would do celebrity skin. That's the kind of girl I am. That is the kind of girl you are. I would do. Um, I don't know. See, I have a beef with a lot of what is played at a hockey game. Anyhow, can we talk about every time that we've heard Britney Spears three played at a Hershey Bears game? <laughs> Which is not appropriate. It's just not. I would. Here's what I would do. Here's what I would not play. Hot for teacher. Which I currently hear all the time during hockey games, which is also very inappropriate and has not aged well at all. Um, I would not play. I would not play anything that you couldn't sing along with. And by sing along with, I mean either bop your head in rhythm or actually know the words to. DJ Jordan. And that dance remix of The Hills. At at Capital One, for those of you who are unfamiliar with DJ Jordan, that's where he resides. I want to give a shout out. There are some times where he just hits the nail on the head, but when he misses, boy, does he miss. And sometimes it's like, all right, let's just throw Leonard Skinner on. And not like Sweet Home Alabama Leonard Skinner. Like, I don't know, like Freebird. People fucking love Freebird. I know that people fucking love Freebird, but not in a hockey game. We were in the bar during the hockey game the other night, and Freebird was on. Right, but you weren't at a hockey game. I'm not going to lie to you. I would jam the fuck out of Freebird. (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to, like, I know he he does not listen to this podcast, but Michael Gruber, who is the DJ at uh, Dallas Stars Games, who fucking kills it. He does. I noticed that when when watching the stars during the playoffs, um, he does a really good mix of like some heavy metal banging, yeah, and some hip hop stuff, and <clears throat> Dallas like really good pop music. Dallas is a very Dallas's mix is more metal heavy, <coughs> probably. Excuse me. Because of the Pantera connection, there's a lot more rock music in Dallas. Um, being there like the night before Christmas got really wild. Like not, it was like it was like the twenty third was the last time I was in Dallas. Mm. So he was mixing in some real wild Christmas music. Oh my! I heard Hanson. I heard NSYNC. You know, it was it was a good fucking time, dude. Like, also another shout out to the Dallas Stars and the uh, holiday garb of their cheerleaders. Oh yeah. Yep. Friends, the Dallas Stars, cheerleaders, ice girls, whatever the fuck. The ladies. I know that as feminists, we're not supposed to be down for the ice girls because it's a little misogynist, but, uh, sexist, not misogynist, but, uh, I enjoy an ice girl. As you are want to do. I appreciate the female form. As you are want to do. Um, from Noiku, opinions on the Brass Bonanza song. Love it. I feel like this is just for you. Um, let's see. I saw this come through and I was like, oh, that's for Amy. That is for Amy. Niche questions for Amy. Um, hold on. Stop it. So, long story short, Brass Bonanza basically meant hockey to me growing up because whenever the radio would come on and I would hear it that meant that there was hockey on and that the radio broadcast with uh oh god now I can't remember his name um and he did he stayed with the hurricanes until a couple years ago um and he was still their broadcaster. He was the, we broadcasted for the Whalers and for him, or for the Canes. And now I can't remember his name. Well, it's not going to help if you have music on. Playing no, like, but it's the. Or anything like me. For those who, for those who, uh, 
may be unfamiliar and or too young to know. That was and that was their their goal song when as they well. Well, and the Carolina Hurricanes used it when they wore their Whalers uniforms. They did this season. Um, Chuck Caton was his name. See, you were right. The minute I turned off the music, I told you, man. I know. I can't <laughs> think of shit if there's music playing. So yes, and Chuck Caton actually, and I I've actually said this to John Walton in person. John Walton reminds his call reminds me of listening to Chuck Caton when I was a little girl on the radio. Um, and he thought that was like the best compliment that anybody could have ever given him. But yeah, that was, I mean, on the big console stereo in the living room, they'd listen to like, I, I don't remember watching Whalers games on TV. I remember going to Whalers games and I remember listening to them on the radio. Broadcast them on TV? Like, like not like I'm not making like. No, I don't jokes at you. I'm like, did that well like was that a thing? I don't again? know. I don't think so. I don't I, think, I mean it feels like it like And it was the eighties, so there might have been the occasional like national broadcast, but how many of those would have been the whalers? Right. Um I don't think so. I have to ask Pam. Because like I said, I remember going to Whalers games and I remember listening to them on the radio. But I don't remember watching them a lot on TV. And I don't know if that's because those memories have been usurped by the other two, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if, you know, or if in fact we we just chose not to watch the games on TV or what? But yes, love the Brass Bonanza. I have no frame of reference for like hockey on TV as a kid cuz nobody in my right, family watched hockey. Right. Yeah. Um like I remember seeing and I remember seeing Flyers games on TV when I was little when I go to Uncle Phil's. Cuz he's a Flyers fan. Because it, well, I guess maybe it depends on the market. I don't know. It might have. Maybe it depends on the cable channels you had, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I was, I was, I was a busy kid in school. And so if it was a weeknight at seven o'clock, either I was probably doing homework or at band practice or at theater rehearsal or at, you know, whatever. Who knows? Man. I know. You're a big old nerd, huh? I was a bit. I'm still a big old nerd. <laughs> I can't say was. I'm still a big old nerd. Aren't we all, though? All right, next question. Okay, so let me... This is from Melanie, and it's sort of written weirdly because it's basically... Like, I'm going to tell you the story. So we were talking about... Somehow Keenan Thompson came up. Oh, because he's hosting the NHL Awards. Right, and I said, yeah, he's hosting the NHL Awards. Which is better than last year when they didn't, um, when they didn't have a host. And she said, "Oh yeah, well he talked to his best friend Brent, which was how what he called Holtby, because Keenan that's right. Maybe he was at a game during the playoffs last mm-hmm. season because Keenan maybe doesn't really know that much about hockey. And um, he said, "Let's do that hockey." Yeah, he really is. And um, I said, "Well." Holtby probably won't be at the awards because he's not nominated for anything. And she goes, why not? And I said, because the only thing he'd be nominated for was a Fesna. And he wasn't that good. And she goes, well, Amy would agree with me. And I go, I bet she wouldn't. No, compared to the rest of the field this year. Who was nominated for Fesna? Bennington? Bennington. Was he? He's nominated for Rookie. Calder. I'm still pissed about that. I know you are. No, I think Vasilevsky, Bob, and somebody. Is it not released yet? Hold on, no. This year's finalists. Wait, is that from this year? Yeah, it must be. Yes. Um, Ben Bishop, Robin Leonard, and Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky's gonna win that. I don't know. Leonard might. I mean, all of them have a chance. Yeah. I think Leonard's story is a much bigger is thing to tell. Leonard and... nominated for the one heart, not the heart. The uh... mm. you know which one I'm talking about. The one with the M. The um, Masterton. Yes. Maybe hold on. Because yes, he is him. Nick Foligno. Because Nick Foligno's kid and Joe Thornton. Maybe Thornton, but like I really feel like it's got to be Leonard. I was right last year about Masterson. And that's nominated and voted on by the players or just nominated by the players? 
Each team nominates a Masterton. Right, but it's the players on the team, as opposed to the writers who do a lot of the, the other nominating, is what I'm saying. Player from each team, nominations real. It doesn't say. Mm. But Masterton's usually easy to predict who it'll be. Because there's usually one player that it's like, there's a very, very, like, last year's was Brian Boyle. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm playing hockey and I have cancer. And my kid is sick. Mm. I wish I could remember what his kid, his kid has some kind of. It's not leukemia. It's No, 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 it's not cancer. It's a, an arterial deformity Ooh. in one of his organs, I believe. Yeesh. I want to say it's his kidney or liver or something like that. Um. Anyway, so yes, to answer the question, I would not agree. I think I told I told her you wouldn't. The, the, I was like out I, there. No, and there this have year been. Holt B. No. Yeah, and my guess is he probably wasn't even a finalist. He probably wasn't even in the top five. A lot of people's top fives. No, the top five that I just saw was um, Bishop Vasilevsky, uh, Leonard Kemper, and oh. Carrie Price. It's always Carrie Price. Well, that's because until recently, Montreal has been Carrie Price and some players. So kind of is. I mean, they were a little bit better this year. I like Yasperi Kotkaniemi. He's a child. He's adorable. He's a baby. I'm wrap him up in a blanket and rock him. Okay. That gives a woman my age the creeps, but okay. Not like in a sex way. No, I know. In a it's, literal, he's a fucking child way. He is a fucking child. From Kate, because this is a fun one. Top five hockey dogs. Okay, are these dogs that belong to hockey's, or can we include dogs that are mascots for hockey teams? Because Barkley from St. Louis is really cute. No, he's not their mascot. But but he's their dog. Their teams that have dogs. No, hockey dogs. Okay, dogs that belong to hockeys. Yeah. And I'm going to... Top three are Tyler Sagan's three. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Giroux's two will make round out the round are you out leaving the out Gustav Kopitar? Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, see, you jumped in. I was going to say Tyler Sagan's dogs count as one. Oh. And Giroux's dog count, dogs count as one. No. Because right, well I'm putting those in two. Dan Winnick's dogs. <gasps> yes. And Hoagie. Oh. All right. So, yeah. The 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 Sagans, the Ruse, the Winnicks, Hoagie, and Gustel. That's fine. Hoagie is Connor Carrick's dog, if you're he's not He's a French bulldog, and he's awesome. And he's great. Honorable mention. I can't think of any more. Ovi's dog. Oh, Blake. Blake. No, Ovi's dog, Ovi. <laughs> Ovi's German Shepherd, Ovi. <laughs> Good lord. Well, we were just talking about Lars Eller's fluffy dog earlier. Because oh. we were talking about... Um, yeah, DSP has a dog, too. We were ta- Well, and we were talking about... Little dogs. The kid in Hershey who got a dog. Oh, um, Malenstein? Is that Beck Malenstein yeah. got a dog, and it is a large very large dog. puppy. Like a big puppy. It's like I'm pretty sure that retriever. puppy is the size of both my dogs. Yes, I would not. I would not. Cause he has a pug. It's fat. It is fat. But he also got his da- his daughter a doodle of some kind. Doodles are awesome for Christmas. I don't because he's a good dad. Uh huh. Who else has great dogs? Aha! Uh-huh. So Smith Pelly puts dog in Stanley Cup. Local uh, favorite, Curtis Gabriel, has like a chihuahua thing. It's pretty cute. Floof! Oh my god. <laughs> we were talking about, we were standing in the kitchen, we were talking about how hockey players either, ha- either have like huge ridiculous dogs or like little tiny fluffy dogs. DSP has a little tiny fluffy dog. It's It fits weird. in the cup. It you know who terrifying. has a super cute dog? Our Timmy Panarin. Yes. Because he, he stick handles with it. Yes. I saw that video. It was very cute. So it's I, the best way to exercise I kept seeing ever. this going around on Twitter. Ah, uh, yes. And it's for the Washington Capitals for the 2018-19 season. Most overrated player. Overrated? John Carlson. 
I was going to say Niskanen, but... You think Niskanen was overrated? I think everybody spent half the season shitting on him. No, we're talking about by the fan base or by the hockey men? Well, if it's the hockey men, it's absolutely Niskanen. Well, it's it's Carlson a little, too. Right, but I think more overrated was Niskanen. I hate Carlson more than I hate Niskanen. I know you do. (laughs) Like, I know what I'm getting with Matt Niskanen, and John Carlson gets paid way more Mm. to be just as irritating. Most underrated. You boy. Jonas. You think so? You I know, think so. you want to go Nick Backstrom. No, Nick Backstrom is, has, has been officially underrated. Underrated fave. Yeah. Nick Backstrom. He, he, he's, he's no longer underrated. You know who's the most overrated? Yevgeny Kuznetsov. For this season, yes. You're right. You're His exactly right. fucking contract is not worth us having lost Marcus Johansson. Ooh! Suck a dick! <laughs> I knew that was coming. God, he was terrible. Yeah, most underrated. I I was going to say Juice, but he was hurt. So there's not Juice was to... Yeah, Juice was... I mean, I... I think... I think when Jonas is put out in front of people, they go, Oh, he's kind of good. And then they forget that he's kind of good. And that's what makes him underrated. Uh... You remind me of that every time we go to Hershey and I almost have to get in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, fuck you! Uh, Best player! Ovi? We're like, yeah. Like, obviously. Key and new addition. Now, does this mean, because I've seen some answers on the tweetars that are like the wishful thinking new edition. Yeah, well, no. Key and new edition, I would say at some point during the season. Who would we like to get? Who would we like? So who would we like to get? You know who I want to get. You want to get your boy back. I want my man to come back. Who do you want to get? Well, see who's available. You know, you know what I'd like to see? Just, just how it fits in with the rest of the weirdos we have. I would really like to see P.K.'s man. I think he'd fit in with the weirdos. I don't think, A, I don't think we can afford P.K.'s man. Mm. B... I don't know how that helps our decor. Well, maybe you know, anything like we have. Maybe somebody would like Matthew Niskanen. Mm. Maybe somebody would like Dmitry Orlov. Oh my God! Can we get rid of both of them? I'm just saying. Um, as a not wishful thinking, as somebody who was added during this season. Oh, oh, my pretty sweet, Hagley, Hagleen, Hagley. I would like for us to keep him. I would. Can tell we you. keep him, Ted? Ted, Ted, you brought him home. Can we keep him? Uh, I'm going to go underrated and undermentioned Nick Dowd. Ah, true. Well, we signed him, though. Yeah, no, but a new addition. Well, well, true. Could surprise. Um, You know who I'm going to say is key new addition? hmm. Jonas Siegenthaler. There you go. He saved our butts. (laughs) Could surprise Coach Brooks Orpik. Defensive coach Brooks Orpik. Nick Jensen. Mm. If he could settle down and, like, work on his trust issues, maybe he needs to see a sports psychologist. Well, if we're picking up an actual player, I'm going to say Travis Boyd. I think he has his really good puck movement skills. I like Travis Boyd, yeah. He's just, like, I think he gets a little too ahead of himself and then... Finds himself in situations that he can't get himself out of. I mean, he's never going to be maybe above a third liner, but like... But he could surprise. Could surprise. Takes a leap. God, I hope it's baby Jacob. Yeah, that was going to say... Jack Bub. Jack Bub. Jakub Vrana. I mean, he. one could say he took one this year, too, but he no. needs to... You know who leaping. took one this year? Who? Tom Wilson. Well, that's true. Yes, Jack Bub needs to leap. Prove it here. I mean, I like what I was seeing on Twitter. Todd Reardon. Yeah. Like, Toddles. show me you can, like, jump off of those coattails for a second and do something. Get, get rid of your disappointed kindergartner, kindergarten teacher face. Um, as if you had to pick a player. Oh, if I had to pick a player? Coming into this season. Koozie. Yeah. Koozie or Olaf if we don't trade him. I don't know. I don't know what would happen if we started to break up the Russians. We just have to get would cry. different Russians. Well, there's that. <clears throat> well, 
let's get an update on the bracket challenge. Mine is busted. No, mine is so busted. I I did have the sharks getting this far. Um, so did I. But here's the thing. I have 91 points. I cannot get any more points. Uh, I am in, I'm in, I'm currently in sixth place. It's only possible for me to go further down. Like I can't get any more points because I, I had, the, I have 60 some, where am I? I had the cats winning the cup. So I had Boston not making it past the conference finals. Uh, oh, I picked Colorado out of deference to Lindsay and Donya. Mm. I picked Colorado. So, I mean, I am done. Where am I? You are. Good God. Uh, you are tied for 12th place. You can get up to 115 points, but currently you only have 65. Your um, Eastern Conference is completely done. You're holding on with San Jose Sharks. Mm -hmm. Our current number one is Lindsay 2, who can get 178 points, has 128, but they picked Washington to win. They also picked St. Well, you, oh, they picked right for St. Louis. Yeah, they've got uh, St. Louis and San Jose in the conference finals. So, and then San Jose in uh, the cup final. So, I had I had the Sharks Caps final. It's gonna be Sharks Bruins, and the whole thing is gonna be Joe Thornton's playing against the team that drafted him like eons ago, and nobody well, cares. That's the narrative with Carolina right now. Doogie Hamilton's playing with the, Dougie. Doogie Hamilton's <laughs> playing against the team that drafted him. Yes, but that was not the uh, eons All right, ago. But Doogie Hamilton's playing badly against the team that drafted uh. him. Yesterday was really funny because we were listening to Game in the Car and they kept talking about how um, all these different dudes from from uh, Carolina, like Aho, like pulled up on a like going into a, a like a board battle or a puck battle because mm. it was against someone who's big. Well, and then I started laughing. I may have been Chara. <laughs> I was you know like, what? I'd I'd pull up it, was too. Either, it was either Chara or Bacchus, and I was like, mm, well, yeah, pretty much. Um, our buddy Hot Carl, who we now know the identity of, is Rashley. Is Rashley, who picked the Maple Leafs to win the cup, um, can get a total of 128 points, but is currently in 10th place because he picked St. Louis to go to the final. You're tied with fly like a weagle and pick with your eggplant emoji. Oh. Pick with your dick. <laughs> Somebody named the Colorado Avalanche just happy to be here. Topped out at 85 points. But yeah. Number one. Lindsay.2. Do you think that's our Lindsay? It might be. I think she said she went in and did a second one. Maybe. I somehow remember that. I could have dreamed it. I want to give a special shout out to Repeat the Beat. Who has zero points of zero points. Wow. Who picked um, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Washington, Pittsburgh, Calgary, Vegas, Nashville, and Winnipeg. Wow. That is, that takes some, I mean, like, they weren't I bad picks to start to with. To send, repeat the beat. Send us a DM. Yep. And we will send you consolation prizes, stickers in the mail because this is incredible. <laughs> like you deserve a prize for that. Most definitely. Um, we do have a Patreon shout out. I want to give this shout out to Cat. Yay, Cat! Subscribed. Hopefully, you've gotten your prize in the mail at this point. And the next time, we will keep talking about Boston, hopefully. Hopefully. Either that or we'll talk about the mental and physical breakdown that Julie has had because Boston is not playing for the cup. I didn't even make fun of JoJo's neck beard in this episode, but we can right now if you want to. It's not a neck beard so much as it is, like I said, a chin strap because it's on the chin as well as the neck. But it's nowhere on the rosy marshmallow soft cheeks of his face. You should see the smirk I'm getting right now. It's part smirks, part I know you're fucking right. It's not good bearded. It's very lush, but it's just not in the right place. It is very lush. It's not patchy at all. No! It's just it's all there. It's, it's just, just there. Only on his neck. 
It's not like Brad Marchand seeing enemies in random places on his face. Seeing enemies? Seeing enemies. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Anemones. Whatever. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> Um, you can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast or email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com because if you want to hear us talk about something and we haven't been talking about it, well, that's your own fault because we can't talk about things we don't know about. That's right. We also have a Patreon. We do have Cat a Patreon. Knows. It is patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast and we have a website at PuckerUpHockey.com where we will be uh, probably running some off-season content. Amy is going to put together some uh, playlists. Yes. Um, we are going to be soliciting submissions for your makeup look for your team because I was going to do all of them and then I decided I don't fucking want to. So <laughs> I have better looking friends than me after uh, our buddy Katie did her Dallas Stars look. Yes, so, and that was on point. Like I can do one, but I ain't that good. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.